Hello, welcome to Rise and Shine. This is a podcast dedicated to busy working mamas like you to help you rise professionally and shine personally. I am your host, Abby Cornelius. Let's get started. Welcome back to summer school. This is habit number six. We are talking about synergize. So the three, um, excuse me, four, five, and six are all about how we work with other people. And synergize is building upon last week's uh, habit, which is seek first to understand. So synergy is when you utilize the differences and uniqueness of people to level up and come up with a alternative solution. So I love in the book, he has this little diagram and he says levels of communication. So if you're low in trust and low in cooperation, you're going to be very defensive. So you're going to come up with win-lose scenarios or lose-win scenarios. As you grow in trust and grow in cooperation, you may become more respectful of one another and you may find compromises. It may be like, hey, this is the quote unquote, like pick your battles. I'm going to let you have this one. And then at some point you're going to let me have mine. And it's not with a a grudge or anything. It's like, yeah, you know, let's work together. We all want to play nice in the sandbox, respectful. But when you level up to really high trust and high cooperation, that's when you form synergistic relationships where you're looking for a win-win, which is a third possible outcome. And you need all those previous habits to be able to sit in these conversations and form synergistic outcomes. Synergistic outcomes are when we define a problem together as a group or a team. We let the other person express their point of view. We respectfully sit and listen and ponder. And then we have the opportunity to then share our point of view. And then we come up with a third solution. There's always a third solution. I've come into so many customer scenarios or so many employee scenarios with my desired outcome, but after hearing their point of view, I may come up with another idea that's better for both of us. And that is the power of working synergistically. When I was new at one of my companies, they brought in the HR team and they were talking about hiring strategies. We were in growth mode and they really wanted us to be focused on building these amazing teams and being intentional about who you hire. And one of the things that they encouraged, which I loved and I had never heard this concept before, was finding somebody who is a culture ad, not a culture match. And so let me say that again. They want you to find somebody who is a culture ad, not a culture match. And now every company has their cultural benchmarks, right? Like do the right thing, have a passion for winning. You know, we're here to have an excellent customer experience. That's one thing. That's a company vibe of like what we stand for. But when they're saying don't find a culture match, it's you don't need to find you. You are already there. You and your background and your experiences is already on the team. You need to find somebody that has something unique and a different perspective to add if you really want to have a synergistic team and if you want to make sure that every voice is being heard. This is also a great way to be mindful of DEI initiatives when it comes to hiring is do not just hire you. I I laughed when I first started in my career. I was an intern. And I went to this internship retreat where all the internships company-wide came together or all the interns company-wide came together and I'm sitting there and it's like, all the boys look the same. All the girls look the same. Actually, I was like one of the only girls with brown hair and I remember feeling very uncomfortable and it was like all these little clones of each other. And I said to my husband, I'm like, I think I joined a cult. 
when she was my boyfriend at the time, but how hilarious is that, right? Like this company had this thing where I went to this college, so I'm going to hire people from this college. I went and I played this sport, so I'm going to hire people who play this sport because it's self-affirming, right? They were great at this job or I'm great at this job, so they're by default going to be great at this job. And it also feels good to say, I think I'm great, so they're going to be great too. But what if we surrounded ourselves personally and professionally with people with unique experiences and backgrounds that brought a little spice to life, brought a little, you know, new perspective and and it didn't threaten us. It didn't threaten our position, but it allowed us to grow and expand our impact and grow and expand our insights and in how we can better work as an organization and to serve our customers better because all the customers aren't like you. Customers are different and unique and they also have different experiences. And therefore, it's really important that as a leader, especially, you start thinking synergistically. I'll give you another example. While um, joining a new team, one of the things that I'll do is I'll ask everybody, what's your superpower? And I want to identify who's good at what, right? And if I have 10 people who are all good at the same thing, then I have an opportunity on my team that I need to find somebody. So I remember when I was joining one of my new teams and I was going around and asking everybody what their strengths were, I realized nobody had a strength in financing. And in the new home sales world, it's really important, especially if you're working with first-time home buyers, that you have a few people on your team who are really strong to help navigate those conversations and help build confidence in people who've never bought a home before. And so I asked the team who wanted to develop those skills, but I also was mindful with my next hire that I found somebody that had that skill set and that background. Maybe they used to be a loan officer. Maybe they used to be a teacher. So they're really educative and very good at um, explaining complex things in simple terms. So that's a way for me to fill a gap on my team. And then when it comes to a new community, I can say, okay, this neighborhood needs somebody who has this skill set. And now I have somebody on the team that fills that gap, right? Everybody provides a different strength and their background provides something different to the team. The important part is when you're in, <clears throat> excuse me, problem resolution mode or finding these solutions to whatever's going on in your organization that you allow as many of those voices be heard at the table so that we're not leaving anything out. And this can be hard because I think I talked about this before. We're very fast paced. We like to go, 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 go. And sometimes it can be hard to stop and ask the questions and hear the answers. But I promise you, a little pause at the onset to ask good questions will make your solution stronger, better, and more effective. This is the power of synergy. So I want to go over, <clears throat> again, excuse me, guys, I'm fighting a cold here. I want to go over the five skill steps that he goes over in how to get to synergy. So number one, define the problem or the opportunity. Number two, ask them what their way is. What is your proposition? What are your ideas? How do you see this problem? And then I will share my way. <clears throat> and then step four is brainstorm. Try to create new options or ideas, which is that third solution, which is number five, which is the highway. So it's not my way or your way. It's the highway. It's where both of our voices are heard in that instance. He shares this example, I think it's really cute, about a husband, him and his wife. So his wife thinks that Saturdays are for catching up on cleaning, doing projects around the house, getting all of her to-do list done. The husband, um, he always sees Saturday as family time. That's his mission. So every Saturday morning, they have this battle of he wants to get out and do something fun with the family and she wants to clean. And so this one particular Saturday morning, he said, let's come up with a new plan. This can't happen every day that we fight over who wins the day, right? Who gets to clean and who gets to have fun? 
And so they came up with this third alternative. The The day was going to be really, really hot. So the husband said, hey, look, it's going to be cooler in the morning. Why don't we get out, take the kids to the park, do something really fun, and then we'll come back in the afternoon and we'll all spend an hour or two cleaning together. And they agreed as a family that that was going to be their plan. And so it wasn't all about him having all fun all day. And it wasn't all about her cleaning all day. But it was about working together to find that third highway where both person's needs are met in a more collaborative way. And I'm telling you guys, there's opportunities for this in our work world all the time. This can be with coworkers. This can be with customers. Um, I have many customer scenarios where I would go in saying, okay, I know the problem. They sent me an email or left me a message. They were worried. I talked to my boss. I came up with a fix in my head of what we could do. I got approval. But then after I talked to the customer, they're not even interested in what I had to offer. They have a whole other idea. And honestly, sometimes it even made more sense. And I could repackage my offer to them and present it. And we would get a better traction than if I just pushed my agenda onto them. So think about that. Think about how you can be more synergistic and more collaborative with the people that you work around? How can you grow your circle to include people with diverse experiences and diverse backgrounds and different viewpoints? And how can you be more receptive to that instead of feeling threatened by that? Or um, maybe just unfamiliar territory sometimes makes us uncomfortable. Embrace that discomfort, open up your network and see how you can create more synergy in your world. All right, next week, we're gonna dig into habit seven, which is my favorite habit. So be sure to tune in next Wednesday as we finish up summer school. See you there.